You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, the question is, what should be done with the terrorist? Lock and load and aim carefully. And here we are with lock. Yes, terrorists should be dealt with with only the strictest of gun control. Absolutely. Use both hands. Breathe right. Breathe correctly. Squeeze the trigger. Don't, you know, press the trigger. Don't Don't snap the trigger. Don't yank it. That's how terrorists should be dealt with. (laughs) With lots of gun control. (laughs) Yes. The good kind. The good kind. The good kind. Yes, absolutely the the good kind. The kind of gun control that uh, we support here on Locked and Loaded. Uh, Two hands. That's right. Controlled breathing. Firm grip. Firm grip. That also applies to sex as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there goes another topic. (laughs) And let the email start now. We're not even regulated. (laughs) Let the emails fly. That's roger at americaswebradio.com. Roger at americaswebradio.com. Oh, my goodness. Yes, uh, sometimes I, I usually get muzzled pretty good, but today they let me off my leash. <laughs> Who did? Who did? Yeah. I don't know. I, I came in, and the leash didn't go on, so I'm running wild today. Uh-oh. Now, I, I know you guys mentioned this last week while I was indisposed. Um, yeah, and by that he means kicking back on the beach. Now, now. <laughs> now, now. Let's not. Let's not uh, mention where I was or what I was doing. <laughs> you were listening or to Locked and Loaded, right? <laughs> yes, I was. I was listening at home. I was laid up. I couldn't get in. But anyway, you couldn't guys get, mentioned get in what Mark and Patricia McCloskey. Oh, yeah. You mentioned the illegal search and seizure. They grabbed their weapon. Well, let's pick up on that because this story is now developing. It is getting crazy. Oh, yeah. First of all, after that happened, after their weapon was seized, they had over 50 offers from various gun companies, gun shops, individuals, to give them another AR-15. Well, that's awesome. (laughs) I hope they accept it. I don't know know if they did or not because... Well, the St. Louis law that they're using was the unlawful use of a weapon. There was no grounds that says he can't go get another one. Yeah, well, yesterday yesterday they filed charges against him. No, for what know, they did, and that was yeah. that stupid Gardner, the prosecutor who oh has, Kim Kim Gardner, yeah, has Gardner. her head so far in the mud that uh, is that what they're calling crap these days? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's sort of stinky mud, you know. Let's see, but though. anyway, yeah, she uh, Kim Gardner isn't worth the powder to blow her nose. No, and she's got a big one. Yeah, you know, I mean, David, uh, you know, I mentioned to it before. We talked about this, I think, David, uh, a week or two ago. Um, She is one of those that was funded by George Soros. And somebody called her out on it, and she said, "Um, no, I don't have any problem with it, with the money that she took from George Soros. But this is the same prosecutor who last year let a child murderer go free after he confessed. Right. They had a confession, and federal and federal prosecutors went in and investigated because they go, they had a confession from this guy, mm. and they let him go because she said the case wasn't strong enough. Oh. He said he did it. He killed an eight-year-old girl, and she let him off. Well, this is also the prosecutor who lets uh, 
that rioters and looters go. Right. But we'll go after your second. Well, they're set claiming the McCloskeys um, pointed a weapon at peaceful protesters. Huh. There was nothing peaceful about that protest. Did other you than they see? Were stopped. Did you see the destroyed gate they broke into to get to breaking his and entering is not considered peaceful. peaceful. Uh, this is the thing that uh, I, I hope. I hope. I hope. That the the that there are good constitutional lawyers that are reaching out to McCloskey, and I believe McCloskey owns a law firm anyway. He is so, a lawyer, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, oh, he's got he's they got hopefully be he's got this under wraps. Well, they got to yeah. be chomping at the bit. Um, you cannot, on the one hand, as a prosecutor of all things, tell me that oh, it's a peaceful protest when to get to the area to confront the McCloskeys, they had to break in a neighborhood. Oh, and they were trespassing um, as well. So it, let's not well, breaking and entering and trespassing, trespassing yeah. threatening. Two laws that were broke right there. But but my point is, if a neighborhood is a gated community and has a, 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 an inter, enter and exit and clearly... Now, if you sneak in is, by going around uh, the gate or climbing over a fence... It's but still they broke, trespassing. It's trespassing, but then it's not breaking, but, but it is entering. Broke, but, but they but smashed they, an iron yeah. gate to get in this place. You know what I'd, I'd like to see is everybody go on Twitter and Twitter Kim Gardner and tell her she's a dumb bitch. And uh, put it on Twitter and you can sign it America's Web Radio. She, she has... You know, everybody has class. Hers just happens to be of the lowest. Low, low variety. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she is, she is I, if I were an attorney, she would be an embarrassment to the profession. She is not an attorney. She is a self, a self-supporting individual that all she cares about is, when do I go in front of the camera again and get my ugly mug on the camera for doing something stupid. Yeah, and they're being charged with unlawful use of a weapon. And now keep in mind, 300 protesters were shouting as they broke down a gate in this neighborhood to march past their home. And as they were marching past the home, they were threatening the people there saying, we're going to sleep in your house, we're going to kill your dog, we're going to kill your family. They were making threats as they were doing this. So they were basically committing assault, breaking and entering, and trespassing, and she has a problem with use of showing of a weapon. Right. They show, They didn't fire the weapon. No they, shots they were fired they, at all during this. And they were threatened. And, you know, when these, again, they broke down a gate. They came into, so they're trespassing. They broke in, they're breaking and entering. Then they moved to the front and stopped in front of this house. Telling him we're going to burn your house down. Yep. There were there were threats there were, there were. of of violence to his pets. Even I know. And what idiot so, threatens a dog? Have they not seen John Wick? Right. So what? What was this? So what was McCloskey supposed to do? Wait and cower in his home for them to break into his home, and, and yeah. then there all? would be shots fired. Yeah. Uh, the uh, mayor of Portland would have said, "Well, come on in. Can I fix you a drink?" <laughs> exactly. Uh, come Bruce. join my happy party. What does she call it? The summer, summer of, of love. love. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I got a big slumber gonna, party. We're going to have the summer of lead if this keeps on going. <laughs> Um, and uh, yes, that's indeed. not going to I mean, you know, look, I, and I want to mention this real quick. We have got uh, a couple of uh, Army National Guardsmen that are tuned in right now. We do? Yes, we do. And one of them pointed out that, you know, they wanted to fund the police. Um, 
So if they do that, how are they going to enforce all their gun laws and tax laws and everything else? So it's a good, fine point. Well, you know, if they give us a tax refund for defunding the police, that would enable <laughs> Second Amendment-supporting citizens to buy up some extra ammo, extra ammo, get a few extra weapons. You know, speaking of extra weapons and extra ammo, you know, the this this Kim Gardner and and McCloskey have pointed out in, in basically uh, one swoop – that uh, in one swoop they pointed out why we need thirty round mags. Exactly. I mean, they when made three hundred protesters show up, you need ten thirty round mags. <laughs> yeah. So they made it very clear for us. I mean, because you don't want to start counting. You don't want to start counting and go. Oh, some of you people are going to have to share a bullet. Have to share a bullet. <laughs> how, how about just a belt loaded fifty caliber on your roof? That would work. The that Ma- would work too. Gonna, yes, the Maudus would be a fine addition to your rooftop patio. Of course, I prefer a minigun personally. <laughs> that would work too. Well, yeah, you're unfortunately, gonna, it, I think it's expensive it's though. You're you know, uh, at some point. It's like trying to change the name of the Texas Rangers oh, to what? Man, hello. What are they trying to change yeah, it to? There is no. The, there's no, no telling. They just they uh, want to take away one of the most feared police forces on the planet and that's the texas ranger uh you might get pulled over by state texas police you might get pulled over by new municipality texas ranger won't stoop Um, so low as to pull you over. oh right right no what i'm saying is is in texas um and you may think oh it's just the police but when you're confronted by a texas ranger you don't want to be in that position no that's they're (laughs) they're the baddest (laughs) of the bad they've been uh, around for 150 years yeah yeah. uh, they were the first to be issued the 357 Mm -hmm. nice and uh I I had a friend that was a Texas Ranger, lived across the street from a, a close friend, and he took us. I told you this last week, didn't I? That he took. I wasn't us, here last week. Oh, okay. Well, he took us. I was out. at home recuperating. Yeah, I thought you were on the boat when all the when you had that terrible boat accident with the. That's weapons. right. Most of my weapons were lost. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, he took us out and showed us what a three fifty seven would do to an engine. Oh, engine. neat! Yeah, and go right through the block like mm-hmm. what like, block? Like you know? butter? Yeah, like butter. And uh, but Texas Rangers, yes, and they our uh, uh, our uh, friend that used to play one on um, TV uh, might have, ex- you know, it's sort of like that that saying, "Why take a knife to a gunfight?" Well, that's sort of like why take karate to a gunfight? Yeah, same thing. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, this is this is what uh, oh I just thought of his name and it's and it slipped right out. But he, uh, you know, he said we don't you know we're we're the best trained people in the world. But why do we want to mess up our uniform and fight somebody? Well, that's why we carry a gun. That's right. So you don't have to fight. That's right. right. Usually, the threat of a weapon will quell an opponent. Look, Usually without its use. A yeah, lot of times they, without even using it. I can, you point I can a weapon at someone's you. head, all of a sudden they're like, they become extremely cooperative. Because in <laughs> any language, pointing a gun, a gun at someone's head has the same meaning as far as requests go. Absolutely. <laughs> Cease and desist Cease whatever and you're doing. Desist. Uh, you know, I in can, other words, stop it. Yeah, That's right. I can attest to that. You know, Just me personally, for as long as I've carried, uh, I've never had to... But your passenger did well, once. Let me put it this way. Let me, put, let, me, let me put it this way, yes. The passenger, but even then, she didn't unholster it. It stayed in the holster. She just pulled up the whole thing. The whole I have unholstered it once, but most of the times, only once, but the, all the other times I've ever had to, all I had to do was show it. 
Yeah. You just, they um, just know it's there. But it's I like, did have a passenger. You want to escalate who, uh, this? I'll tell you what. The passenger was uh, kept a cooler head than I did because I was ready to go hand-to-hand combat. And uh, she shut that crap down right passenger, away. Yeah, this was an incident uh, happened at a, at a gas station. A guy followed. A, actually, he followed my passenger in. It was a female, and I noticed this, so I exited the vehicle, and went into the store uh, because I saw him follow her, and, uh, and then he he harassed her in the store, and I got between them, escorted her out. Tried to de-escalate the situation, put her in the car, put myself in the car, and was ready to leave the area. And this guy proceeded to run up and start banging on the back of my car, which I proceeded to open the door and want to go hand in hand. But she proceeded to brandish my weapon that I had in between the seats and yeah, but put you it into lo- it. But you were looking left uh, out yeah. the driver's window. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he backs up, and you're like, "Right." So when you I look over, and she's got yeah. the weapon pointed right so at So when I when I was getting ready to exit to my left, uh, he comes up. And before we could engage, I wasn't even out of the car completely. Uh, he backs up real quick, puts his hands up in the air, and I'm looking at him going. And then I slowly turn around, and I see my passenger, beautifully trained style, um, with the weapon, pulled up, aimed pinpoint chest. And uh, and he looked at me, and he goes, I, I owe you an apology. And I went, no, no, you owe her an apology. So you, and, you would say the brandishing of the weapon caused an immediately a gush of it, politeness. It did. Not only did it, it not only did it bring on politeness, it saved him a hell of a beating. A hell of an ass whooping. Okay, there you go. Yeah, see that? See, so well, it, the weapon, the, actually brandishing the weapon de-escalated the situation. de-escalated. It really did. It really yeah. did. It saved, uh, it saved me from getting scuffed up. It saved him from going to the hospital with broken legs because, look, uh, I break legs. Yeah. I have to. <laughs> it's your first time. I mean, that's what I can reach the closest to me. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. Tell the truth. You're actually, you, you just disguise yourself at 5'3", instead of instead of really showing really your whole 6'4". Six, 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 yeah, exactly. And well, you do a hell of a job. My, which, which costume shot do you go to dude, to get that t- shrunken look? Works great, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, with that being said, we got to take a break. We'll be back with more of this meaningful conversation. I don't know. Is that what they're calling this? I don't know who it means anything to. But anyway, we'll be back. That's not a threat. That's a promise. Oh, boy. Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. And you really do need to tune in to the Classic Car Show. We had Steve Moskowitz on, AACA director, talking about how they've had to change their opening of their new facility, uh, remodeling that they've done that uh, we understand is great. And uh, also... Uh, that's all right. Shut, shut up. No, I'm on, and you're supposed to be off. Oh, <laughs> you didn't get that message? That was a memo that I just sent out. Shut up. Okay, got it. <laughs> got it. Okay. Well, those memos go out quick. <laughs> that was a, that was a direct memo. I, in fact, I shot it off of uh, Victor and it right. ricocheted right there. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, the classic car show was great this past Saturday as – was uh, Victor's On Point uh, just a few minutes ago. And all of our shows are great. And you, too, can become a part of the America's Web Radio family by becoming a patron. You might get a hat. You might get a flag. You might get 
a picture of Roger B. What? Yeah. But he wants that? No, no but you got to put something on the wall in the outhouse. <laughs> Everybody needs a target. That's yeah, right. That's, that's right. right. Okay, so with that being said, we'll forego the rest of the great information and just come back to the show with Mr. B, our expert on weapons. Hello, everybody. Okay, I have to Walking mention somebody. Walking encyclopedia. I have to mention somebody here. She's not really, wasn't a gun story, but Bevelyn Beatty was in New York. Is this Hero of the Week? Hero of the Week, possibly of the month, we'll see. All right. She had her SUV loaded up with cans, gallon cans of black paint. She took them out, went past the barricades in New York, and was throwing black paint all over the BLM Let's call it. Uh, what does De Blasio call it? A mural. Uh, the mural. Yes, okay. it was a. It was a. Uh, a De testament. Blasio mural. Yeah, it was a testament to terrorists. The burn loot murder crowd was getting some attention, and they painted Black Lives Matter in big yellow letters. And of course, they did it right in front of Trump Tower. Of course, now, because now, you know he's a petulant that? child. Who yeah. is De Blasio? So De Blasio or Cuomo? One, the, uh, De Blasio, I believe, did yeah. the in front the of painting, the tower yeah. the painting. The, and and the what mural. is his real name? Uh, what is it? Warren William, Wilhelm. Warren Wilhelm. Wilhelm. And he's a communist, is that yes, correct? Yes, he supported oh. the Sandinistas, the, the Russian in, backed Sandinistas. In case you were in wondering. Nicaragua. He, and he's uh, proud of his communist work. Very proud of it. So is Sanders. So is the rest of the Democrat Party. But anyways, this That's lady, another story. Go Bevelyn ahead. Beatty, she went out there with these cans of black paint, opened, had the lids loose, threw black paint all over the mural, then got down on her hands and knees with her gloved hands and was smearing it all over the yellow parts <laughs> of the mural. Oh. And she's yelling, refund the police, refund the police. And you should have seen the cops. They're walking over there, talking on their air. They're watching her for a while, and then they kind of tap her on the shoulder like, hey, can you stop? We're, we're told you have to make you stop. <laughs> uh, the Blasio douchebag's and making us ask you to stop. And she's for like five more minutes while they're gently nudging her nudging a little bit her. while she's yelling, refund the police, refund the police. Oh, that's great. You watch that, and they're, oh, they're being so gentle with her. It's great. There's a good hashtag, refund the police. Yes. You know, that's awesome because the NYPD right now, you want to talk about morale. Uh, oh, geez. A lot of them are just giving up. Yeah, they're, de Blasio put a, a pause on retirements because so many NYPD guys are retiring. Yeah. So he makes only a certain amount can retire every week. And they're probably and maxing they're, that out every they're, week. They are. That's why he put the he did that because they were – unbelievably number of them are starting to retire. And how sad is that, that the guy that's supposed to be the leading – He's the commander in chief right. of the police department. Uh, he has no, doesn't have the back of the of no the respect for his no own respect. police department. That's but here's a man. Here's a man that forces the NYPD to surround him wherever he goes. Right. Well, wherever look at it like this. We there's an answer to this. I don't know if you all have picked up, but it's bring back Tom Selleck as the uh, chief. Is uh, it uh, uh, NYPD uh, Blue? Uh, yeah, okay. blue, blo- uh, uh, blue Blood. Blue Blood. Blue Blood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got to bring know, back Selleck. He, Yes, I agree. You know, here's the thing, too, Roger and David. Um, the very people... I, I really wish you wouldn't put me in the same... In the same sentence? sentence with, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't blame I them. need to differentiate. <laughs> well, that's why your desk is over there, and we are right over here. here. <laughs> but you but know what, though? They, but wait, there's mm-hmm. more to this. Oh, okay. So, of course, they, they arrested her, took her into custody, but, of course, de Blasio's no bail and release policy applied to her as well. Mm. So they let her out. She did it three more times. Oh, that's <laughs> excellent. 
Now, she is definitely in contention for Hero of the Month. Absolutely. Definitely, I mean, definitely. And, and she was wearing a shirt that says, Jesus Matters. Oh, wow. And she's going, Black Lives Matter right. doesn't care about you or your life. They mm-hmm. only want to kill us all. Yes. And she's smearing Marxism. over this mural with, with cans of black paint, her and her associates. Wow. Good for her. Okay, because now, de Blasio's policy, she was out to so do it three more times. do it three more times. And uh, I don't so know far. if folks understand this, but... Um, Mr. B is really independently wealthy, and he's put up a reward of a dollar for anybody that a can. A dollar? Wow. A dollar. You know, okay. It's just like last, yeah, I know. last of the big time spenders. It's just right. like the bets that we make. A yeah. dollar. And uh, anybody that can email us one thing that BLM has done for blacks. Well, you know, they've given them a bad name. Uh, uh, I'll give you two dollars if you can find a BLM that marches in Chicago about the seventy-something shootings that just happened just this weekend. How about, I know. How about one BLM that can march in step? <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck. But uh, they're man, being that, hijacked by communists. I, it's a, communists and socialists well, hijacked the burn, a, loot, murder uh, crowd. It really is. And and but like I said, if you if you look at the very people that De Blasio forces to protect him. He has no respect for and just throws them under the bus every time. So does de Blasio, is he, is, is he just devoid of smarts that he can't figure out that if somebody were to attack him, that the, the, the NYPD that, that is in charge of protecting him might slip and fall on a banana peel at the same time? I know. Or, call, I mean, or step out of the way instead of into the way. Or push him gently into the bullet. Whoops. Whoops. You know, it's like in, what, in Vietnam, the guy who got shot by his own troops. Yeah, well, that would be de Blasio. That would be de Blasio. He'd be out of his way. Fire. Yeah. That's right. There's nothing friendly about being fired upon, but he's asking for it. You know, oh, my the thing, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I wouldn't waste a bullet on de Blasio. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather not. use it on a target. We'll just give him the BLM treatment. Just have somebody run by with a, do a, a drive-by Batting, yeah. and I, I am not advocating violence, but this is what's happening in New York. Well, or they could pour a water bottle on him, and he might drown. Uh, you know what? It's possible. He's, he's got his nose, his latest nose, so far up in the air. Yeah. That's right. He might just um, pour down his then, face. Yeah. I, you know, it just—it's just sad. But you can—you look at the video if you want to look up some of this stuff. We're not making any of this stuff up. The and and here's how messed up it is. The chief of police, the the highest uniform officer in in, in the oh, yeah, NYPD, he was assaulted, beat up a couple of weeks ago, kneeled with the very people in solidarity, and two weeks later, getting his head beat in by a bat yep. from and, the people uh, that he kneeled with. He may lose an eye out of it. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. awful. Yeah. Well, but I mean, but the lesson here of what I want. Is, you can't appease people you, no. who you can never appease this kneeling people who business. have no oh. no sympathy speaking or no as, uh, ability of, to compromise. Right. Speaking of that, is this uh, Portland mayor that his philosophy is okay? Well, Hitler's really a good guy. If we just give him a little 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 space, he'll change and he'll be a good guy. He won't try to take over anything and that's that's what we're doing in portland we're just giving them a little space and we'll, we'll just treat them you know yeah whatever it's ridiculous <laughs> you can't appease people who have an agenda appease. for violence and destruction you know i believe it was was a wilt chamberlain that tried to convince the world that oh i talked to the guy i i met with hitler it's all good now i used my words not wilt chamberlain no that was a basketball um, that was a basketball um neville no neville neville chamberlain that's it 
Oh, Neville. Oh, yeah, yeah. Neville. The politician. I was going. Will yeah, Chamberlain. Yeah. He was a basketball player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the I wrong guy. I, was I don't know a lot of. I don't know a lot of basketball players. Boy, there are some sport people laughing their heads off at us. <laughs> but if they know me and Roger, they're not laughing too hard because they expect that kind of talk from us. Um, we don't know anything about sports much. Neville but, Chamberlain. Uh, yes, but he, Neville. He wanted to appease the prime minister of the England, Nazis. who wanted to appease the Nazis. Uh, he actually came back and told the people of England, "Oh, don't worry. I went and spoke to Hitler. He's not all that bad. Um, we can work with him." I used my words. And a year later, Whoa. London's getting bombed on a daily basis. You know what you say to people, exactly. <laughs> and you know what you say to people when they tell you, oh, words are just as mean and powerful and hurt just as much as as physical items? Yeah. Well, <laughs> next time somebody says that to you, you invite them outside and say, you throw your words at me and I'll shoot you in the foot. Let's see which one hurts more. I well, mean, no, it's very it's like, simple. Give peace a chance. And I'll cover you in case it doesn't in work case out. It doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm all willing to get peace of chance, but I'm going to be prepared. Oh, this has been known for, for centuries. I mean, the Romans had a phrase for it: "Civis pacem parabellum." If you desire peace, prepare, prepare for war. For war. That's right. You yeah. have to be prepared to, to to back up your words. Yeah, and the Romans learned. Yeah, they did mm-hmm. finally. After they took over half the world, <laughs> <laughs> you know what took help take them down was their democracy idea. Yeah, you probably. Know, democracy Give came right out. Oh yeah. Came, but know, now in Chicago, okay, this is weird. Chicago police release a video of Antifa using a protest as cover. So okay. Hmm. So they give you and, a quick rundown here. And Lightfoot, the uh, <laughs> they were mayor, the Chicago mayor, and oh, she is an a lightweight. Other than she's, she must have been wearing a mask way before because her brain has been deri- deprived of oxygen, oxygen for way too long. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so they, there was a, a peaceful pro- demonstration going on. All of a sudden, a big group breaks off from the peaceful demonstration, moves under the cover of trees. Suddenly, dozens of black umbrellas open up to shield the group from the. From the uh, the, t- the TV cameras or the, uh, uh, what do you call them, the CCTV well, let cameras. Let me ask you a technical question. So, uh, one of those umbrellas, how good are they with a 223 coming at them? No, no, no. This was just to conceal them from the cameras that, that were there. Oh. This was just to get them undercover from the closed-circuit television cameras that are almost everywhere now, every restaurant, every traffic intersection, so they put all these umbrellas up so they could be under the cover so no one could see what they were doing. Stealthy. And then <laughs> they decided, they changed from their street clothes to all black and distributed items including including frozen water bottles and fireworks which they then used to confront Chicago police officers guarding the uh, Christopher Columbus statue. <laughs> That's where they were. And in a, in a video, you can see a man in a white shirt dumps out what appears to be bags. Oh, uh, they, stuff, they, were, they yeah. were dropping rocks and placing weapons out in the middle so they could have something yep. to throw at the cops. Nearly 50 uh, officers sustained injury oh, in the following It was terrible. Mail, yeah. It was ter- you've got, and uh, they arrested 18 protesters. This is the lawlessness that's going on in some cities, but they don't want you to see it. That's right. Um, look, I... You now, know, but now all, all officers... Serving on any kind of protest detail are required to wear protective gear right. for all. So now, when you wonder why the police look like they're militarized, because people do this. Yeah. And yeah, if you if you say, "Oh, well, that wasn't us; that was somebody else." Well, if they're in your midst and you're with them, you're yes. just as bad. One bad apple can spoil the whole look, bunch, right? I've, I've said this before. Uh, if you are part of a peaceful protest and maybe you have all good intentions, the minute your protest is is 
invaded or hijacked by, or hijacked by by looters and rioters and violence. You need to walk away. You need to remove yourself from that situation because there is going to come a time when we're going to have to unleash the police. We're going to unleash the National Guard. Um, speaking of National Guard, we've got more listeners that are, that are tuning in. <laughs> so I would like to say hello to Chase Hogarth uh, out there. And uh, Chase, your name just got mentioned all over the country because. A lot of people listen to Locked and Loaded, but well, but at some point, at least seven, at least seven, <laughs> at some point, we're going to have to uh, unleash the guard. We're going to unleash the police. Um, we cannot allow this lawlessness to continue. So, if you are a peaceful protester, you need to leave when it gets taken over. Because yeah. just as we saw this weekend, well, that's every what one saying. of these protests are violent. peaceful demonstrations are being hijacked by organized mobs. Yeah, Soros. Soros money is paying these agitators to go in. They're dropping bricks. They're dropping weapons. They're dropping rocks. Oh, there was a spot uh, where police were picking. They, there was a big pile of stuff that was left, and they were loading it. In the, they were yeah. police were loading it in the back of a truck. The they were removing truck. it from the scene because yeah. they had to. Uh, and you're <laughs> you're going to have idiots like Lightfoot and uh, the prosecutor down in St. Louis who's going to go after the police for saying, uh, why are you taking away the needs of the protesters? Yes. Well, when the protesters turn violent, yeah. you know, eventually the dog's going to have to come off the leash. It's going to have to yeah, happen. Absolutely. We're gonna or have the to dog's going to break the leash. Yeah. Eventually, Speaking of that, if the cops really want to take control... They literally bring in the real dog. Yes. And, well, I don't know uh, if I'd subject a dog to oh, that. They, it's talking about packing their bags and leaving. Yeah. The protesters, terrorists, traitors, whatever. You don't want to be on the end, the wrong end of a of a uh, Belgian Malinois, yeah. a Malinois yeah. or. A but now shepherd. this is just little stuff. Like they were taking have a PVC pipe that they were using to hold a sign, and they were sharpening the ends of it. Wow. I mean, they were making weapons out of things that were supposedly designed for a peaceful protest. Right. So, like I said, yeah, if you have they, a bad apple there, your whole bunch is being spoiled. Your whole protest mm-hmm. goes the way of a terrorist like said, activity if you allow if, people to yeah. do that and you stand around and watch it as part of a yeah. peaceful protest. You, and if you're part of a protest and you stay when they're uh, trying to physically hurt and kill police officers. Or anybody. These, these, Yeah, right, or anybody. But their target are mostly the police, right? Well, I couldn't say that no. because they were targeting innocent people and businesses the, this uh, weekend yeah. as well. Absolutely. Uh, but if you stand around and support that, then you really need to look in the mirror. Yeah. All right, we're going to be back. Take a few minutes for a break. Yes, we'll be back. Okay. And uh, I want to remind everybody that uh, Georgia now has some of the greatest, absolutely greatest, facilities to remember the veteran and hope everybody does remember the veteran and i tell you what in the subject that um, they were just talking about you could call up the veterans to come out and they would uh, teach the terrorists a couple of tricks too but anyway we have the georgia military veterans hall of fame and we also have john's creek which is fantastic the healing wall it's a replica of the Vietnam Wall in Washington, D.C. that travel all over the United States. 50% replica. It's now permanently located in Johns Creek, Georgia at Newtown Park. And it has, it has brought closure to many, many, many folks. So think about that if you're coming to Atlanta or coming to, or you live here. Just go out to Johns Creek and take a look at the Healing Wall. We'll be back with more on America's Web Radio right after this. Want to give your family, our loved one, the perfect gift? 
then go online and check out the tornadobodydryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it, and you'll love having one in your shop. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is Around Town Movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone. Uh, we deserve that, uh, but not that damn tomato somebody just threw. Anyway, um, <laughs> at least it wasn't an egg. At least it wasn't an egg. <laughs> Although it's hot enough to fry one today. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we're back in uh, this well-produced show, well-thought-out, well-produced, a lot of time and effort. You know, what we do in the background, folks, to get ready for this show is about as much as uh, Lightweight does in Chicago to get ready to... Uh, <laughs> to stop violent on. protests. Yeah. yeah. And, I was going to uh, be in the wrong place if there's a lot of preparation necessary. <laughs> preparation H, I think. And uh, <laughs> she, she talks with... Uh, the idiot in Portland frequently, and that's their uh, preparation for the next night. Mm. What do we do next? Just stand back. They'll ease off. They'll be good boys and yeah, girls. Yeah, sure they will. And uh, you don't no. have to do anything. Just they'll they'll get tired of this after a while. Yeah, but like I said, the, with the McCloskeys, that was something I wanted to bring up. Is that these people did nothing wrong but defend their property against people who broke, entered, trespassed, and threatened them. And now they're being held, they're being charged with a crime. So, you know, you have to look at this and go, as a law-abiding citizen, what do you do if, if protesters come to your house? Do you ha- can, you, can you actually rely on the legal system to work for you? Or are they going to just protect protesters and let's say, well, it was only property that they destroyed. So, you know, you, you shouldn't be able to shoot somebody for that. Is, is the uh, Portland Police Department still in effect, or have they... Uh, this is in St. Louis. Or St. Louis. I'm sorry, St. Louis. Yeah. Have they uh, abandoned ship? Uh, well, not not I all police have abandoned anything anywhere, you know. And the, the governor of the state is saying, he said if they get brought up on charges, he was going to consider pardoning them. And Trump said he would get involved and possibly pardon them if they got charged with a crime. Yeah. So well, apparently... The, the governor has right. stepped up. The yeah, governor they, stepped they can't pardon until they've been convicted they have to, or they have mm-hmm. to yeah they have to at least yeah. start prosecuting them and he can pardon them as soon as they get I, into it. i don't think the mccloskey is going to lose i don't know wow. how. if they lose it's gonna be they horrible need to count, they precedent. need to counter sue for damages in a tremendous oh, amount absolutely yes. they need to counter sue i'd sue yes. this not, not in, in fact like i said for, yeah. buy them 100 should, new guns everybody <laughs> should take up twitter and and uh, block that stupid Lightfoot or no uh, Gardner Kim Gardner, Gardner that's Kim a Gardner. Uh, prosecutor and 
email or Twitter her that she's a baboon and uh, is acting like one, and uh, just, I mean, blast her from every direction on Twitter. Yeah, and, she's uh, politically just, motivated. That's yeah. all it is is politics. Yep. I agree, and yeah. she's she's trying to show power that she doesn't have now, nor ever will have. But I think if you support, okay, Black Lives Matter, if you have to put a black or a white or an Asian or a blue in front of Lives Matter, then you're <laughs> a racist. Then, then yeah. I'm sorry. Wrong. Well, answer me this, uh, since we've got a bunch of brainiacs over here. Uh, <laughs> where, where? Yeah. <laughs> How do you fight? How do you... How does it make sense to use the very thing you say you're fighting? So if you tell me you're against racism, you're against privilege, but then you use racism, racism and privilege to do what, you're, to to do, do what you want to do. I mean, yeah, it just again progressivism. Well, what it's is the thing that goes itself? Oh, you have no idea what it's like. You've grown up white. No one's ever judged you on the color of your skin. You just mm. did. <laughs> yeah, you just did. <laughs> I know it's insane. And how do they? Know? They don't know how you lived. They That's don't right. know, you're know what you were brought up with. They don't know what you what happened to you. Yeah, oh. nobody knows your story unless they ask. I, I remember a time when we went to a musical festival, Roger, and there were two girls that made you look short. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean they were making short jokes all around, and it wasn't just for me. That's right. That's right. They, I, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, so you made girl I mean, goes. Come on, Victor. Let's walk around. We we'll tell everybody you're my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, we did. I came up to her Victor, waist. Victor, really? Were, the girl was like were, six, six. Were or you six, riding seven? on Roger's shoulders at the end? No, nah, I really wasn't. These girls were tall. Yes. Okay, I want to bring up one other thing, and I, I'm sure you've got it in your notes there. I do. Um, I uh, I think. One of the saddest and most terrible things is this uh, massacre in Florida where the guy's friends were meeting to go fishing uh, down in Fro- uh, No Frost or something like that. I don't Florida. have the story. You oh. don't have the story? Okay, no, well, g- give, me the, give me the scoop. What was this? Uh, th- oh, this happened uh, a couple of days ago. Okay. And uh, uh, one of the fathers got called, and, and all he heard was his son yell, help. And... Uh, and then they were they were found. They don't know what the cause is. They don't know if it was road rage or or what. But it was. And they were the three guys were driving independently, and uh, they pulled up to where they were knew the area. They, that's where they were going to park to go fishing, and uh, somebody or some bodies came up and shot them one at a time as they pulled up. And uh, they Now, was there any race involved here? Do they know? They don't know who did well, it. They don't know, they have yeah. no idea. Yeah. And they're asking uh, for any kind of public wow. support. Uh, and I, I believe it's called No Frost, uh, Florida, right in the center, sort of down below Orlando. Oh, wow. So and, it's central uh, Florida. Yeah. And uh, they... Hmm. Uh, Shot all three of them as as each one would drive up. They'd shoot. Wow, them. and uh, that's crazy. So they were oh, in their cars driving, and they shot them as they drove drove by. No, no, as they drove up to meet. One drove in, and this is a local hangout area. What they're saying on the news: local hangout area for kids to smoke and do drugs and all this kind of stuff. Ah, so and there so, may be some background here that we're not getting. Yeah, well, they mm. may have driven in. Uh, they may have decided on this place. They'd been there before. You know, the the three guys had, and they'd gone fishing there many times before. And so they drive in, and they suspect maybe they interrupted a, a dope deal, or they don't. 
know. They or they may have know. even been involved. We don't know. No, right. we don't know. Yeah, it's going to have been some, yeah. So anyway, but as each one of them would drive in and park, they were shot. And, wow. Uh, it's wow. being called a massacre. And uh, I just, you oh, know. Well, yeah, we need more information about I, that. Let That's, me ask you, uh, seems Mr. Awfully B. Seems random. Yeah, uh, but it's also like the judge and that uh, there was nothing random about no, that. No, he that took on a case with Epstein involved. Oh, she did. She did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, they Epstein let's just say the Clinton death machine was probably involved in that somehow. But Uh-oh. let me let me ask you. Are you in trouble now? There is. You know, we both we, well, all of us carry, but I've gotten to the point that depending on what time it is at night, I obviously carry, but I, you know, I I don't keep around in the chamber. Uh oh! I've just always stayed away from it. But now, when I'm driving in at night, and some mornings when I leave extremely early, because I'm I'm fairly routine. But I do chamber around. Chamber around. Keep it in a holster, yeah. and keep your finger off the trigger till you're ready to shoot. And having one in the chamber should not be an issue, especially if the gun has a safety. A safety. Yeah, well, Other than fortu- always. Fortunately, the three eighty doesn't have a safety. Have a That's safety. okay. You have yeah, a safety. It's got a, it's got a heavy right trigger. Here, it's got safety. a heavy trigger, though. Yeah, just keep your finger off that trigger. Sure. And uh, and it's in a holster, so you can't accidentally fire it. Or you yeah. should be cautious of that as if it's a good holster. Yeah. Just uh, learn, you know, just practice with drawing yeah. and firing. And make sure that finger stays off the trigger yeah. till it's out of the holster, and yeah. boom, no problem. But yeah, you don't have time net nowadays. I mean, if something happens, things happen so quickly. Well, nowadays you don't necessarily have time just to even get know. to your weapon, yeah, much less have to exactly. rack it. You just got to be ready. I and know. we don't know which Antifa we pissed off today. So right. I hope it's all of them. Well, David, unfortunately. Um, all you've got to do is walk in front of them. They're going to be pissed off because apparently you're just exude privilege yeah. because of the color of your skin. Now, mind you, they're not racist, but they're going to make every judgment about you because you of the color of your skin. Yep, that's it's, right. It's, so, yeah. I, we're I not racist. You just were. You just were. <laughs> so I don't blame you for chambering up. I, I can't. I can't figure out why they didn't choose other parents, you know? <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I have a feeling these Antifa guys are going to get tired and go back to their basements because they're probably missing their video games by now. You know, well, eventually, they're, they're, once I, the summer's over and it gets too cold, they're not going to come out. I'll tell you what's going to stop it. Law enforcement. Yeah. And they know that they're going to be, right now, they know that the politicians, well, the Democrats mostly, are on their side. And they know that they're being funded and they're being paid. Oh, yeah, when no doubt. When that dries up... Or at least when the government steps down and says no, lawlessness will not stand, then they're like, you know they're going to be a little less inclined to go to jail. Just like if you notice, there aren't too many statues coming down anymore, right? Because they because put guards out Trump, in front of them. Well, he put a put an executive order. You're, ten you, years. You commit a felony, minimum yeah. ten year crime for ten doing years. It. That's and right. there was a federal crime anyway. But now it's 10 years. Minimum. Pull it down, you're going in jail for 10 years. And, boy, amazing how that stops. Yeah. People don't want to actually have to do time. They don't want to be responsible for their actions. They just want to get let loose and do it again. You know, my feeling is not only should the person that tears down the statue go to jail for 10 years, 
but they should be entertained and have their loved ones there with them, like their mother and father that, that allows a job. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes you, know, you can do that. Sometimes they, they do get everything they need, and they still turn out as bad apples. I'd say put them in jail for 10 years, and that 10 years, they need to uh, learn how to re- build and replace the one they took down. That's right. Uh, let me, Let's uh, give them a skill. Let me ask, is Guantanamo... Busy these days? <laughs> you know, I think there might be space at Guantanamo. That's right. We may have freed up a little space. <laughs> you know, because uh, rules of engagements have changed under Trump. So there's a lot more terrorists taking uh, the dirt nap. Yes. So that frees up space at, at uh, the, the prison system. What is it? The guy in Guantanamo. Iran said, oh, are you going to send us a pallet load of cash? He goes, yeah, yeah wait at the airport. Yeah, just wait right there at the airport. <laughs> make sure you wear bright clothing and, and wave your hand in the air so we can make sure that we're dropping it off on the right guy. Yeah, that's right. And then... Dirt nap. That's right. <laughs> Very yeah, much I mean, so. That was brilliant. Yeah, he's like, and now you notice how all that is calmed way down now. Yes. It's amazing what happens when you show a little force and show well, a little backbone. The only thing Obama thing, never had. No, he didn't. He just he just he he kinda in a in a way He was funding he them. He aided and abetted <laughs> these people. And the only thing a terrorist understands is power. Exactly. Power and violence. Power power, violence, and death. And, look, there's a reason that the leader of al-Qaeda, the leader of ISIS, the leader of Hezbollah, there's a reason they're making videos and telling people to go kill themselves. They're not the one. I mean, if they believe the crap they spout, they would be strapping on the bombs themselves. They're like elite. Uh, they're the like elite, elite Democrats. <laughs> yeah, they're like the, the leftist elitists. I look, you know, I said it You're earlier. Good for you, but not for me. But not for me. Yeah, you, you, you can, you can blow up, but not me. Somebody's gotta gotta eat the meat. Oh, you see, you the little terrorist meal. mother. She's <laughs> attending to her little babies and go. Oh, they blow up so oh, fast. They blow up so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, that was it's bad. It's sad, but well, you know what? It's true. I mean, I think about it. And there are some of these mothers that willfully let their kids go into this. I mess. know, get into uh, involved. You in know, the Vietnamese were yeah. famous for that too. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, letting their kids go down a road that uh, was they were full of mines. Mine, yeah, they wanted to find they, where the mines were. They wanted were. to find out where the mines are. Their idea of mine, well, their, their life value was. Yeah. Their, their value for life is way below what ours yeah. is, you know. Well, their like, idea to clear a minefield was to throw a ball and see, let the kids chase it. Yeah, and see if they can walk. Well, up they, all, they also yeah. blew up a lot of troops by uh, mm-hmm. by sending their kids forcing in. them in. Yeah, because uh, a trooper couldn't stand seeing a little girl or a little boy that was in danger, in danger, and thin as a bone, or, right. and uh, needed that uh, chocolate, but. Anyway, uh, this has been an interesting show. We got about uh, twelve minutes to go, something like that. And uh, you know, your weapon of choice today, Mister B. Well, you know what? That's I want to bring that up. This is a subject I haven't discussed it's yet. Funny you would ask. <laughs> and I wanted to bring this up because I mentioned it uh, as this is our tagline. This actually, is, for this today is for the called show. pre-production. <laughs> yes, I was going to mention today the preparation. We talk about you know being a prepper and preparing, mm-hmm. and one thing that has become extremely popular as of late is what's called a truck gun. Now, most people know if, if you have any if you have any insight into this, or if you have any if you read any about it. Basically, a truck gun is some sort of longer range weapon that you keep in your vehicle or in a bag that you carry in your vehicle. That if 
if the Shinola hits the fan and you need more than the handgun you're carrying, you have something bigger, better, faster, and with longer range within a few steps or within, you know, within your vehicle's reach if you're away from home. At home, everybody keeps whatever they've got. If, if you still have anything left after the boating accidents, right? You know, right. you keep them loaded. You keep mag- extra magazines loaded. But in your car, you're probably very vulnerable because if you're caught away from home and you need to get home, you need something more than a pistol and three magazines. Mm-hmm. You might need a rifle of some sort or some longer range weapon. Now, a lot of people will use a pistol caliber carbine to do this, which is it's a uh, I guess a, a rifle version of a nine millimeter forty five ten millimeter it's a pistol caliber but it's in a rifle version which gives you longer range better aim but you're still limited to, to 100 150 yards now since the advent of the pistol brace it basically allows you to have a compact package that you can shoulder in rifle cartridges five five six 300 blackout. AK style, 76239, whatever. It's a rifle cartridge, and any good Marine will tell you you use your pistol to fight your way to your rifle. To your rifle, yes. And now people are building these small, compact weapons with several magazines loaded in a bag, hidden somewhere in their car or truck, or I've even seen one that had double folding stock and a removable barrel that fit in a messenger bag. Wow, that's awesome. This guy had three magazines. That's even better than fitting in a backpack. In his messenger bag, yeah, backpack, messenger Mm -hmm. bag. It looks like just a standard, you know, like a man purse. Right. But, hey, look, you know, my man purse, I told you, it's called a gun bag. That's right. <laughs> but, you know, it looks like it's just a man bag, and the, the guy whips this thing out, puts it together, and in 20 seconds, he's locked and loaded with a 30-round mag of rifle ammunition. Yeah. Uh, does, hey. does it drag the ground? <laughs> you know, somebody asked me not too long ago. Um, they made a comment about, you know, because if I'm wearing shorts with no pockets or anything because of this hot weather, uh, I do carry a sling over my shoulder with a bag on it. And no. I, I was asked. I, I think all you Mexicans I, do that. I, yeah, right. <laughs> I was asked about my man I bag. that was a bag. backpack. Blower. I was a yeah, blower. <laughs> I was asked about the the man bag, and they Bandito. they made they made a little joke about it. And I told him, well, you know, what comes out of this man bag is going to be a lot more powerful than what comes out of your man bag. Oh, I was carrying a fanny pack for years, <laughs> yeah. and all of my clients. I mean, they were, one guy says, "Okay, what do you do?" I come up behind you, you're down there, and I unzip oh, the bag, and I turn around, and he goes. Man, I've known you for 10 years. I never knew there was a gun in there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, those, wow. <laughs> those are great because it's got the tearaway front pouch. Yeah, that's so right. It's, it's got a one zipper hand pull, move, one, and it's open. And it's and in a holster the, yeah. inside there, Velcroed into the back wall. Yeah. Yep. There's room for handcuffs if you need to detain somebody, extra magazines. Yeah, I, I mean, keep cuffs be in my car. I'm not going to tell you why, but I do. Well, oh, well, go ahead. Is that, is that for sex also? Yeah. Well, you know. Are those fur-lined? <laughs> I'm not going to say whether they're heart-shaped or not. <laughs> no, but a truck gun is becoming more and more desirable now because you never know where you're going to run it. I mean, you could just be on your way home, and you could run into protesters. And your life could be in danger. Mm. And you're looking at your gun. You got, you know, maybe a mag or two with you, or maybe one mag with yeah. you. What are you going to do against 200 people? Right. Now, granted, I'm you on. get some. You try and get some distance first. You want to get distance because distance you have an advantage. If they still come, and then if, if you have a this is, rifle cartridge, you have the distance. You have the distance. Equal this, equalizer. This is an instance where I highly recommend doubling, tripling, or quadrupling your social distance. 
Yes. Distancing. <laughs> Six feet no, is not because, enough. No, because distance is your friend. You're absolutely right. And, Roger, there have been examples already where there was a lady just trying to get home, and she was surrounded by the mob and couldn't move her car. Yep. Um, those they are situations where and they threw a rock through a window. You're going to need gashed her arm, more gashed ammo her leg, and fire. She was bleeding out well, in the car point, before she found the police. At that point, it's in... Um, Drive, yeah, and you step on the yeah. gas, which she did. She eventually. finally did she after did. some guy came and brandished a pistol at her. Right, yeah, and then she figured, well, it's you or me. I'm out of here. Uh, but those are situations where you're, you might need some more ammo. I mean, yeah, yeah carry, you need I firepower mean, to get yourself out of yes, the situation. And sometimes and it's, it's your really right to more do than a pistol. So. Yeah, you and might need more right than a pistol. to do so. If you it's know, your the, life against the there. shame of it is, and and I don't want to sound like whatever, but. Women are very vulnerable. More so, and yes. Today, some of them. And, and <laughs> today, <laughs> though, you know, and and every woman that or any women that are listening, please be careful and know your surroundings and yeah, situational you know, awareness. Yes, can't talk about it enough. And uh, you know, just be prepared for, and have that telephone ready to call nine one one or. Whatever you need to do, but be prepared. Be aware, like you said. Uh, Take your nose out of your phone. Take your nose yes. out of your phone for five seconds. You know, if you're alone walking maybe, at night, maybe next <laughs> week we'll do a little bit of a sh- part of the show on what, and not just women, but but women, uh, men, anybody. The little things you can do that will completely change your situational awareness when you're uh, exiting a building at night getting going to your car or even in your driveway going to your door there are things you can do that you're not doing now and you're probably not doing now that you, you should know, be doing i uh, i make it a habit of one i make sure my garage door is down when i leave in the morning because i know i'm not going to be back until late and the other thing i do if there's anything out of place when i drive up yeah, then your your cackles rise. Cack- yes. What do they yeah. call those on the dogs? Cackles yeah. rise, and they should. Cackles. They yeah. should. That's the other thing, David. Part two. So situational awareness, and then observation. Well, that's part of being aware because, of the situation. Well, it is, but but when Pay you're situ- you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're right, that's but a lot of people a, don't understand. And you have to break it down for them. That, that's a general life uh, lesson. Always pay attention. Well, <laughs> even when you're at the drive, even when you're now, at the drive-through line, and the guy behind you is beeping at yeah. you to go ahead because you're you're playing on your phone and not paying attention. How <laughs> <laughs> I many? You know, you you mentioned this in the drive-through. That is one place absolutely. If you sit there with your window down and uh, waiting in line at night. You're opening yourself to some bad things happen because it has happened. There are criminals that will hide and wait while you're in line. You're three or four cars back. You're in the dark. They'll just reach in your window. Boom! They've got you. They've well, they got the gun. They've got gas whatever. stations. Yeah. If you go put yeah. gas in your car, you leave your car open while you're doing it. Someone yeah. sneaks around the That's other crazy. side, opens your door, and grabs your whatever door, you grabs have whatever on the passenger you, yeah. seat or the yeah. driver's seat, whichever side yeah. you're fueling on. So you may not even know it's gone until after you leave. You until you drive away. And that's if you're lucky they don't come after you. Or if you um, leave your car running well, when you run into a convenience store for well, five seconds. Not, oh, my God, look, that's you, just dumb. You, you deserve it if you're doing that. If you're yeah. leaving your car running and you're going in you're tr- because you're, you're trying lazy, to get the insurance money? What? Well, yeah, right. you got to be, you got to be, you know, there's a name for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, stupid is as stupid, stupid does. does. That's it. And, uh, you know, well, that's, we're, we're kidding about this sort of only to make you listen mm-hmm. and be aware. That's, you know, I, I have a situation with somebody that, you know, it could be hailing outside and 
she wouldn't realize it was the weather was bad, you know. And there's mm. so many people like that, and you have to. I'm sure none of them that. listen to this show, though. <laughs> you have to do that when you're driving as well. Be prepared right. and be aware of the car behind you, the car aside of you, and in oh. front of you. Especially and more so even if you're on a motorcycle. But now oh, if you yeah. better be scanning if you have constantly. If you have a truck gun, <laughs> make sure it's accessible. Now, one guy I know, he used to keep his in a tennis bag. Oh yeah, like a tennis racket back, and right. he could take that thing anywhere, anywhere. and nobody, and no one it. would know. Take the it difference. to restaurants. He'd be sitting around somewhere in his shorts, have his tennis bag yeah. with him, and nobody would no give one. him a second thought. No. But if anything happened, that bag came open, and there was a rifle in that thing, yep. not a tennis racket. You now, know, if someone they, uh, wanted to know what kind of tennis racket he had, that would have been an awkward <laughs> conversation. I had a uh, <laughs> when I farmed, I had a one of my pickups or my last pickup actually um, had uh, you know the the. In the side of the door, uh, there's that empty space. Yeah, yeah, yeah pocket there, yeah. yeah. And so there was a thing that you could buy that had a zipper in it, and mm. you could uh, oh, covered up, yeah, fit right there. And uh, and I had always had a pistol hanging there. Right, and, uh, yeah, but that's one, the only thing about that is it's visible. Someone's dry, unless you take it with you when you get out of the car every time, they're going to look in the car, see a pistol, they'll break in and well, steal no, they, your gun. they couldn't. The zipper, it covered, oh, covered it up. Oh, covered yeah. it up, but, yeah. But, you know, I never, I, I don't know that I've ever, and particularly now with the uh, remote or the key fob, mm-hmm. uh, I never leave my car unlocked. Yeah, never, better not ever. to. And, yeah, I but, don't, and I don't leave stuff that... Is don't leave it invisible. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't make it in basic stuff. But all you know, I say with yeah. a truck gun, if you have a way to hide it or a way to carry it with you, mm-hmm. ideally. Yeah, yeah you I know, like that. The if you have bag, to get to your car or a baseball bat, you know, baseball bag or something, walking, sports bag. Walking through the uh, metal detector and all the sirens <laughs> go off. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Let's hope you don't yeah, run into any metal detectors like, while you're carrying like your truck the, uh, around. It's like the mariachi with his guitar case. That's right. Yeah, exactly a guitar in there. Or, I think they used to use violin cases, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, yeah. For the I choppers. Uh, yeah. 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 I, think, I think Mr. Uh, Capone. Capone. Capone sort of uh, yeah. uh, got the uh, violin cases into multiple uses. The best one I saw was a guitar case. And it had all the weaponry in it, but on the outside were Biden and Obama and <laughs> rainbow flag stickers. No, I mean, it was <laughs> camouflage level no, expert. That is definitely expert level. It had flowers on it and stuff. I mean, mm. you would have thought this guy was a screaming lip until that leaf comes off. It's kind of like what they did at one of the protest rallies. They uh, slapped some people, slapped some Biden and, and rainbow stickers on some cars. No, 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 Trump. They, they Trump, put Trump stickers, stickers Trump. on cars, yes. and they ended up beating up their own cars. Yeah, yeah. and the uh, protest. Came by, saw the Trump stickers, started yeah. smashing the make, cars. Make America yeah. great again. America they, great. Okay, with that being said, folks, it's time to put the plug in the jug. In Get the out jug. of here for another session of America's Web Radio. Thank uh, Mr. B for an excellent, um, well produced show. Oh, there we go. Yes, um, yes. Well produced show on the fly, as well they produced. say. But yeah, remember, anyway. Bevelyn Beatty, Hero of the Week. Hero of the Week. And in contention right. for Hero of the Month. Okay. We'll see you next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.